yo, we are back once again and again and again. Hanging at the house podcast. I'm your host, Mr. White Vision House Studios. And on today's episode, I have a very near and dear friend of mine, fellow full of still Hall of Famer. I'm not a Hall of Famer, she's a Hall of Famer, but she's just Hall of Fame of life in general. Margaret Ann, shout out to my. How are you? Hi. (laughs) So, uh, we started our conversation already, and I was leading to, there's a fly in here, was leading to uh, LinkedIn. And I don't remember how we got to that, but what do you think about LinkedIn as a platform? You know, I don't remember how we got there either. I just know, one, I am the world's worst LinkedIn user. Um, I feel like I was into it for, like, a while, like, looking at job postings or, like, connecting with people and, like, other professionals. But it's, like, this weird in-between, like, social media, career site, and recruiters just, like, hit you up. And I, like, I don't know. I don't know what I think of it. It's, like... It's, like, good because, you know, it's, like, on one hand, it's, like, necessary because it's, like, your professional profile where you can, like, essentially build a digital resume that, like, if anyone's out there hitting keywords that you have in your profile, like, they're going to find you, you know, and that's awesome. You know, I I think it was, like, was it um, Fila? She, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if I mispronounced her name. Fila or Fila? Um, She... She actually, like, got one of her, like, her most successful, like, audio connection or, like, sound connection through LinkedIn, which is crazy. Like, even they were, like, when she graduated full they were, like, create a LinkedIn account. And she was, like, I don't, blame. I don't want a LinkedIn account. <laughs> and who would have thought, like, it would have led to, like, some groundbreaking thing, you know, in her life. Um, right. So I thought that was pretty cool. You never know what can happen on there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I, I think some of it does boil down to you know uh and then other the rest is like drive determination skill and opportunity you know that when it comes to that but i i like most of our conversations because we just talk about people we just talk about trying to be good people mm-hmm. you know and and yeah. just doing good things with other good people and we need to see more of it so LinkedIn, that's what kind of, I think that's what kind of led me to LinkedIn. We were talking about uh, accessibility Uh, and LinkedIn can be important for linking with people of connecting with people of like-minded, at least in a business sense. And it's becoming more of a social media platform too, because, you know, it's now an idea where a concept and, and practice that people are into what you do when you're not working you know, into you as a person, as a whole. So I think having that connection off the clock with people can be important as well, I think. Yeah, that's true. So in... I was just saying to... Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was talking to a friend earlier today, um, and they're, I think they're in, like, a, a final round of interviews with, like, Facebook, and... Um, the way like tech companies interview these days, I think we just like, it's just all so serious. Um, it's, 
at least like eight hours of interviews and it's like doing whiteboarding sessions to like essentially prove you have skills and there's like an app critique session and there's a couple there's a couple of different things you know and like um I think there's a popular method of like behavioral interviews that are always like tell me a time when you know and that you've experienced this but it's like like at what point do you look at someone's resume and see they have like 10 years of like solid experience or more you know 10 15 20 that you like don't have to go through these grueling interviews anymore. (laughs) Just do like a portfolio review, talk about stuff that you worked on and give me a couple, like give me a couple of interviews that are are like, is this person a good fit? Would they vibe well with the rest of the people on the team? You know, and like, let that be that. Like all of this very, like, we don't trust you. You have to prove it to us kind of thing. (laughs) Like we, we might trust you, but not yet. So (laughs) yeah. We'll trust you in six months. We'll trust you in 90 days. Let's see what happens. And uh, I mean, on that note, you know, with me being in, I was in healthcare for so long and anytime I changed to a different field or a different department and I did the interview, I'm like, there's nothing I can tell you sitting here right now that would make you believe me. You're taking a chance on me and I'm taking a chance on you. It's a 50-50 right now because it may be something I'm good at or it may be something I'm not. But we won't know until we give it a shot. So that's completely the ball is in your court. I can get along with anybody. I try to do my best to help anybody and, you know, make your job easier because that's something I've heard my whole life is like, if you can make somebody else's job easier doing your job, Mm -hmm. then you'll have longevity, especially if you enjoy it, you know, and it, and it, like what you said, it vibes. Uh, when you can vibe with the other people that you're around, it it makes, what is this mm-hmm. saying? Uh, time flies when you're having fun. So if you can have fun with us, then time yeah. will blaze by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so. What were you going to ask before? Uh, I forgot. Old man brain. <laughs> oh. I think we just, yeah, I, I mean, with, with no real agenda. Uh, you know what, since we lead with our connection being full sail, can you tell me, uh, us a little bit about your experience at life after, like just after graduation? Oh, man. It was such a wild ride. I went out after, like didn't have any money, moved home. I had a couple of like, I worked at a gym like I worked at Planet Fitness, you know. Um, I think I had like one job pretty quickly, but then I got laid off within like the first three months because they downsized. So I was like, okay. And then I worked at Planet Fitness for a while and did a bunch of like freelance work and practiced my craft a lot. And then I think I ended up trying to think of a timeline. I ended up going back to Full Sail and worked as a studio artist. I did not know that. And I only did that for like six months. I even I had I got in trouble before I went back to Florida, and so I had to leave Florida <laughs> and go uh, serve my time, I suppose. Um, so I ended up doing that, and then I ended up getting worked really hard, you know, still um, updating my portfolio and sharing my work, and ended up getting a job at this like half political firm, half creative firm. Um, so I'm like familiar with living through like politics during an election year and also doing some really cool like redesigning a community magazine mixed like I guess mixed media using like 
you know, watercolor, putting it in print, um, doing a bunch of branding designs, a lot of logo stuff. And then that job, I just kept sharing my work on social media and I had like, someone kept seeing that I was getting better and better. And then was like, you should come work here. And I was like, no way. Cause they worked at USA today. And I had an interview. Like I talked to the creative director on the phone and we like, that went really well. And they brought me down for an interview and it was me and like eight guys. And I just like, I had my portfolio. We had the presentation. I had like put post-its in like the community magazine and be like, open to this page. And I designed this and this is why. And, I ended up getting that job, which I couldn't believe. Um, so I like got it, moved down to Virginia like two weeks later. Awesome. Worked at USA Today for like a year and a half, and then ended up getting another job at Capital One, and I've been there for like five years. It sounds really like easy, but it was just so you know, in the beginning, it was so painful. You know, it was like I remember going to bed at night and almost like praying, like I'd be like, I just want to be something amazing someday and it's crazy of like what the like the power of like what you tell yourself every night like you can make it happen you know the which law is, of attraction. i thought was really cool yeah yeah it and energy we talked about that you know positive and negative energy and when you can balance mm-hmm. out and have more positive energy you know eventually uh, things do happen things unfold you know the stars start to align Typically, not all the time, but typically. So I, mm-hmm. I like the way you said it. It's just, I want to be something amazing. I want to, I want to do something impactful and that's important. Uh, my next question would be, you know, as, as a design graphic person, right? Like nature with the way you guys' mind works is a little bit different from audio creatives and music creatives. What would and your portfolio is vastly different for what mine would look like. So what kind of advice would you give to budding, you know, students who want to go to full sale or another design school that have passion for it, or they they're hitting that point, like out of school, you don't have anybody holding your hand and then the training wheels are off. What is a good way to keep uh, your skills sharp outside of just practicing your craft? Oh my gosh. That's a good one. Always either one surrounding yourself with designers who are better than you or constantly look like having looking at resources of people who are better than you because you'll always have something to shoot for. Um, that's I like I feel like I've always done that. Um, it's just like having people next to me, like what it's it's just like an energy in them. And then when they make something, you're like, how did they do that? You know, like, I want to do that. Um, that's like, I feel like that's a constant thing. Um, I'm in a little bit of like a, I would say I'm like in a little bit of a lull cause like the work isn't as visually driven. And that's where like my superpowers are is like in visual design. Um, so I like, I think that's, I'm glad we're talking about this. Cause I feel like it's the one thing that I've been missing is just like this, being next to people who are, you know, not that I'm not next to people who are good, but it's like the, like what we're pushing out. It's like, I want, I just want stuff that like blows my mind, you know? And I'm like, how do we even do that? You know? Um, yeah. Always like, I feel like it always gave me like great motivation. I never was like, I can't do that. I was always just like, I, I want to do that. I want to be like that. I want to be as good as they are, if not better. That's good. We're looking at people that you admire that have reached a level of success through the, their creativity. 
and servicing other people to do that. It's like, I know what you mean about the excitement. You know, you you want to get that rush again, but still do what you do. And uh, mm-hmm. being freelance does allow you to have those moments when you're tested, but not so much in the corporate world that has this hierarchy and structure. What would you think about me guessing that? Because I haven't lived that corporate life. I'm I'm still, you know, that... I'm still building my thing. I'm still, you know, the freelance guy who picks up work from, mm-hmm. you know, clients that I'm working on getting. Well, I'm sorry, what was the question? How would... What is uh, it like? Yeah, what is that? What do you think you could do to get those wow moments in, through the corporate structure? That's a great call. Um, the first thing I worked on at both places, I mean, I was also working at USA Today they had like a design system but they didn't like they were just like our design system is like here are our colors that we use and here's the font that we use and like have at it you know which was awesome because it gave you so much freedom uh and then like working at capital one i worked on credit wise for like four years and that wasn't even like a thing yet so it was like the other designer that i worked with we had very similar styles and like he had strengths that i didn't have and like i had strengths that he didn't have so we brought both of those together in like a perfect marriage and we're able to like create like this product that was literally like us, you know, which yeah, was really cool. Was like, baby. As as, like, you know, yeah, it was totally my baby. We'll probably always be my, the Mariah Carey. Cue the Mariah Carey. We'll <laughs> always be my baby. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah. And then I'm working on something now that was a little bit farther along. I guess, like, for me, it's, like, probably working on something that essentially doesn't have any rules yet. Um, And then even when when there are rules, like, right now, I, like, I'm, like, okay, I understand these rules, but now I want to break them. Um, So I find a lot of joy in breaking the rules. (laughs) Just to, like, experiment and find something new and see even see if you can do something better, which I'm, I'm sure is, like, stuff you do as well, like, pushing the boundaries of how you make something yeah yeah finding new ways to make something uh from scratch and it yeah that's awesome when it's like when they give you that freedom like one of the films i worked on it was like you know the guy said do you and i was like huh okay yeah <laughs> like and he just he just liked my work and it it turned out good so that was like a freedom i hadn't seen versus doing revision after revision after revision which is a real thing for those who want to get into this is like revisions are real and deadlines are real. And in order to make a name for yourself, you have to understand the rules, learn the rules and parameters before you can break them. Margaret's good at breaking rules, mm-hmm. but she knows, she knows how far they'll bend before, you know, the rubber band. Yeah. pops. That's true. <laughs> Which is allows you to, you know, put your own character in the things that you do. Uh, even when you're on a team, I think that's awesome when you're on a team and you can collectively agree on different parts and you can make that, mm-hmm. I call it a pot of gumbo. I keep referring to it. People going to get here. You know, the the one pot in the middle of the village. I think we I had told you this before. It's like, and everybody brings something and they put in the pot and then they share with everyone. It's always better that way. It, it, especially when people can yeah, get along. So. Although there can, there can be too many opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too many chiefs. Not and that Indians, gets a little as yeah, they say. there's a definitely like a healthy balance. You, you got to grin like yeah, you have a story good. about that. I <laughs> know. I probably have a ton of stories about that. And this um, one time at band camp. Yeah, there's like 
<laughs> there's like um it and it's definitely like it's it's almost like in our field too it's not beneficial to sit there and work alone it's like you have to have like a huge understanding of who you're designing for and then also not keeping yourself in like a tunnel uh, or like a silo and it's like always asking like hey what do you think about this hey what do you think about this it's like having other people look at it and give a new perspective to it because you're like oh i didn't think about it that way you know um even if you've made like okay say there's like a essentially a problem and you have to design a solution for that problem. Even if you've de- designed three different solutions, there's always like someone else who's thought of like might think of something different. And so that's why it's always good to like bounce it off. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that's uh, synonymous around creativity in general. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a balance with that, right? Like when you're around people uh, who you revere or you consider your peers that are better than you and you're chasing that that next level of perfection because most of us are OCD anyway. And it's a balance between having that, catching that that moment and and realizing it and then having insecurity about what you do as well. So, like, but I think, and you can probably testify to this or just speak on it, it's like when you're young and you're budding out, you're insecure about a lot of stuff because you don't know. And then as you get more seasoned and you find what your niche is and you're confident in it, nobody can sway you from that unless it just doesn't make sense and you were on a random tangent. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's real. Well. I'm super confident now. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And you say it with a smile. So yeah. it's like... Just, yeah. Uh, and and that goes for a lot in life, not just creativity. I think as we get older, you you look at you know the older people when you were in your teens, and you like, man, they just say and do whatever they want. Well, they know who they are, <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like those roots are planted deep into the ground at this point, and mm-hmm. that can be something that you can uh, work towards as well as an individual. It's like I know. You know, when I find who I'm going to be, this is who I'm going to be, whether it be married, single, you know, for the rest of your life as a bachelor is is good for some people. And some people want to be truck drivers their whole lives because they love the freedom of the open road and whatnot and create those moments. And teamwork is important, too, because even those truck drivers need a dispatch, you know, and and so forth. Yeah, they talk to each other while they're out there. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I love our random tangents. We go from one subject to the next. I know. I was just thinking, thinking I drove, I did two cross-country trips, one being in January of this year, and, like, road trips, you know? And we traveled along the old Route 66, and we stopped at, like, all the trucker stops because they were by far, like, the best places to stop because they literally had, like, the best gas stations with, like, the best food and, like, drinks and, you know, all that stuff, and it was just really cool to like be on essentially a journey much like, you know, truckers do where it's like, okay, we're going to do this thing. We're going to make our way across America. That's cool. And they preserve the history of that stuff too. So like we talked about architecture in different cities. So you got to see, you know, the architecture from uh, gas stations and truck stops that was made in the fifties that are probably still there. With some updated stuff here and there, but yeah. So, what inspires you? Oh, what inspires me? Oh my God, that's a big question. 
Um, Besides cross-country trips and truck stops. <laughs> well, that one, I definitely did a couple, like I did a bucket list item on that one, which was go to Cadillac Ranch, which is like a bunch of, you know, old Cadillacs that are like half buried in the ground, but at an angle. And like people just go over the years and they spray paint on them. Mm-hmm. So it's just like years and years and years and years of spray paint. And you literally walk off of Route 66 you park there and like um you walk onto a like an empty ranch and it's just like six Cadillacs buried in the middle of Texas like it's just so weird and it's such a tourist attraction and I don't even know how it happened but it was really cool to like be part of that (sighs) yeah like weird like art stuff museum stuff nature for sure um people inspire me music inspires me I do this like side project where I like make music lyric posters in my own interpretation of like what I think it would look like or feel like. Oh, and, cool. And it's like an ongoing thing that I do. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my like favorite things. Um, music. Cause I like, uh, my mom put me in dance class when I was three. Cause every time I got new shoes, I washed my feet when I walk and I would like run into stuff. So she wanted, <laughs> she wanted to teach me coordination. Um, so I feel like I learned at a really young age, like, moving you know feeling music essentially mm-hmm. so um it's one of my like, biggest passion the projects and have continual things going uh for what inspires us i think it keeps us creative it keeps us younger it keeps us healthier you know when when you can yeah. actively seek that and then those moments like uh i think we caught a couple before like we were talking about the the insecurity thing that stuck with me from when we first talked about it it's like how do how can we fix that and it's a, it's such a personal thing and it's such an individual thing like teaching people what insecurity looks like like when we focus on teaching people what depression looks like so they can self diagnose or have a professional diagnose them but and i think personally that you know insecurity can lead to depression cuz you have no direct focus i think yeah yeah, it's pretty true. You know, when I think about it, it's like, like, why aren't people okay with people who are gay, you know, or people who are trans, you know, it's like, people get threatened by that stuff. Um, and that's the, that threatening feeling, you know, is just such a deep root of like insecurity. It's like, if you're just they're like, I'm, it's not It's like, maybe from fear, you know, it's like, I don't understand it. So I'm scared of it. Um, and that could be, you know, that could be anything. And then, like, people try to tear other people down because of that, because, like, they themselves are afraid. And it's, like, if once you just, just open just open your heart and be like, I love you because you're different than me, you know? And it doesn't, like, it, it just, it's so confusing to me. It's, like, why? It's just, I mean, I felt so heavy for, like, the last couple of weeks because I think one thing that's bringing me down is, like, just this, of hate you know like yeah just like um you know like i mean you see love and like little like we were talking about it like you said you were seeing more of it and then, i mean i was seeing it in like little tidbits but even yeah. like are you familiar with sean t did we talk about sean yeah t? we talked about like sean insanity. T. Yeah. is it is it insanity man people are trying to like bring him yeah people are trying to bring him down i'm like stop fucking with sean t like i will make it my personal mission to like you know, fight off all your bullies if I have to. Stand you know, he's a beautiful, beautiful person. 
Yeah, it's, it's sad, you know. And I'm like, there's no accountability on social media, which I don't like. Sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. No, no, that that's talking right into the circle of what we're talking about, and it, and it's I don't know the the, uh, the Star Wars mantra of "May the Force be with you" and the mm-hmm. seed of hope, you know. Like we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. It's just we we have been seeing all of this negativity and and I hadn't seen much of the positive come out of it or a positive spin on some of it to actually create change and invoke uh, a betterness or a oneness of any sort. So when I started seeing it, it gave me that you know Jedi's spark of hope, right? Like Yoda's still around and. Uh, it leads into what we were talking about finding our people, like you know the the power of attraction, the law of attraction, the the like you said with willing that in your mind, willing these things to believe them and have them manifest in a physical way, is is what we're all about at this point. I think mm-hmm. we can get together and we can work things out, and some things may have to be burned to the ground and built back up. Cause yep. they'll tear down an apartment complex to build a Walmart and say it's better. Yeah. <laughs> so why That's not? So true. Yeah. <laughs> why not tear down what was there before and build something better mm-hmm. collectively together? Yeah. Yeah. And there, yeah, and there's also like a there's you know like a frustration I think um, I've been feeling as well. It's like I feel like I see a, like a lot of people waking up and sometimes I just like want to shake them and be like where the fuck has been, you know, like <laughs> this isn't, this isn't something that was like not easy. Like it was right in front of your face the whole time, you know? And like, like a lot of people just haven't seen it, but I'm excited that like, I mean, I'm old. So I was like, I'm not going to a protest, you know, and it's COVID-19. We are still living through this like world pandemic, you know, but I'm like, my heart is there with you. And like, what is it? Like what, um, you should, you sent me the video of, um, Dave Chappelle. And oh, he was yeah. like, I'm going to let those young people like, get out and do it. And I'm like, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> like, just let the young people get out and get it. But it was just so, it was so like empowering, you know, to see like all, all the young people like come together, yeah, like all over the country and all over the world. It was really beautiful. And like I said, I think that's what it's going to take. I think that it's going to take a new mind, a young mindset. And if it comes a time where they call for us 40 plusers, after COVID or yeah. we're using, you know, proper yeah. precautions to where we can't get really sick, I will be out there with you. I will do what I can with my platform to help the cause. Mm-hmm. Like now, I want people listening to this episode, which is not my typical episode. Uh, we started like that, but I don't care. It's my platform and we need some help and we need to acknowledge things that are wrong and, after they're acknowledged, then we can move forward. You know, when you know mm-hmm. your free throw percentage, <laughs> then you can go back to the line yeah. and address it differently rather than guessing. And that goes for anything. So if we take that from a business standpoint with data and analytics to say, okay, we can do this for the betterment of humanity, why not do it? Just why not? So mm-hmm. shout out to the young people out there all over the country doing their thing. Yeah, all about that. I want to be like you. We got together for the the t-shirts and giving the charity and 
making a difference. And and uh, I think we got a long way to go. I think we have yeah. a lot of work to do. It's not like something we're going to, you know, flip a switch on and it's going to be gone tomorrow. So as long mm-hmm. as we are conscious of what we're doing and methodical to make it happen, to make it tangible, I think that we'll get there. So we don't have to rush into doing everything this week. We get our mm-hmm. bearings together. We get a, a a plan of strategy that we can act on efficiently with smart goals. <laughs> uh, and <Yeah. laughs> and it'll be our time to move forward to back those young people up uh, that are on the front lines doing that. And we can hit a boardroom or two or hit this platform with a bunch of more people because we're going out on all the major streaming platforms and people have an yeah. opportunity to listen to us have civil conversation to make things better. And you're not alone. I think that was a big thing. We first started talking. It's like, Hey, Hey girl. <laughs> hey boy, you're not alone. Yeah. I'm, I'm 3000 right. <laughs> miles away, but my heart is with you and keep it going. I really, I really needed that at that point in time. So I want to thank you for that. That was like, it, it, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And it still is. So, and that's what kind of got us to here. I know, which is awesome. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I don't know. It's, it's, we, we talked about before, serendipity. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's time. such a, yeah, serendipity. such a good word. Um, yeah, I feel like you're always, like, sent people, you know, there's, like, these points where, like, you probably could have connected, like, you know, on a deeper level, but it's, like, we were just passing each other in the hallway, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, at some point you get delivered at the right time, you know, it's like, okay, this is, this is where you need each other, and that's why, that's why this has all led up to, you know, the current, like, state of your relationship, which is, is really neat, like, it's crazy, you know, I'm, like, yeah, we're, older people and still making new friends, you know, and like deep connections. And that's really, that's really awesome. That's what it's all about. I think. And I love the way you put that yeah. too. We had passed each other a dozen times and waved and hayed yeah. and, and so forth. And yeah, when the time came, it was like the Avengers, the call was put out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. now- Oh my God. It's so funny. An Avengers shirt right <laughs> yeah, now. Avengers shirt. Now, you, now it's time for you guys to get together. Now it's time for you know uh, things to happen. I left my I left my drink. I do have my water bottle though. Oh. This, this week's phrase is no. This week's phrase is uh, drink water, get money. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> this is my 40, 48 ounce. I've been trying to get better at it. Uh, especially when I'm doing a lot of yard work and whatnot. It's like you're out in the sun getting beat up. That's a good idea. Is it hot in the Northeast right now? It was nice today. Mm-mm. Cool. Technical cool. difficulty, a.k.a. car alarm going off or somebody blowing the horn. Yeah, I think it's a car alarm going off. And let's see. Uh, is there anything you want to do some shout-outs? You want to do some uh, let people know? That you're thinking about them. Uh, the epi- the the so on the podcast I have a say it to my face, and this is okay. a segment that I do, and I, I try to remember. Sometimes I forget, but I just remember. 
And this is a segment where I take the connotation of uh, you being angry or hostile and saying, we'll see it to my face then. And it flips into yeah. a point of love to where you think of somebody you haven't spoken with in a while and you give them a shout out on the show yeah. and then we plug them on the show. So you can say, hey, you know what? I'm going to say it to your face. I miss you. I love you. I care about you. I'm thinking about you. And I hope to talk to you soon, whoever that person may be. So, Margaret Ann, you have now been put on the spot for an episode of Say It to My Face. Um, that's a really good question. She is stumped. Trying to think of, there's just so many, I think so many people have ever realized that I'm like, oh man, I wish I could catch up with them. Um, I will, honestly, this might go down like a different road than maybe we expected, but um, we just passed Father's Day and uh, my dad passed away like August of last year. And I feel like um, we had like a rough road later in life. And I feel like it was hard because it was like, I couldn't text him anymore. And I couldn't, he was like a big, he was a big DJ in like seventies, eighties and nineties. And I always like would send him songs and, you know, be like, remember this one, you know, like some old disco song and stuff. And like, I don't know, shout out to him. Maybe it's like, there you go. Shout out to Pops. I miss, like, I miss, I miss that, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is the first time of the day, like with that as a real thing, you know? So it was like, it was a hard day. because It was not the same, you know? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. We have those moments. And there's a virtual hug for those that need it for yeah. those moments. And it matters. It does matter. And we are here to listen and support and have some camaraderie with each other. You know, share a beer. Well, technically, don't share a beer. Share a six-pack. So drink your own beer. Don't yeah. pass it to anybody else. We have all damn well. Yeah, we can't do that right now. <laughs> you can't pass anything. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> like, you got to get a knife and cut it in half. You can't bite the same part of the sandwich. And let's see, any other tips for success or happiness that you found al along the way? Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, life is, oh man, we had such a great session this year at the Hall of Fame. Um, I wanted to do one about like the importance of like fitness and mental health, you know, um, in your life, because like, no matter how big your dreams are, life is always going to come at you and hit you. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's going to feel like you can't breathe or you can't get out from under it. And I think there's always this feeling that you, you always like feel like you're alone, you know? And I just like, when life hits you, like one, like, no, you're never alone Two, that you're always valued and you're always worth it. And like, maybe three, like, there are always resources, you know, like, don't ever be afraid to ask for help. Um, because there, and even if it's like, there's 50 people in the room, there's always going to be one person who's going to listen. And that one person will always make the difference. And like, you know, like, find that person. Um, <laughs> like, you're definitely loved, even if you don't feel it. And like, anything you want can be what you want, but um, keep fighting for it. Um, I know, like, it's, I don't know. It's like the easy thing is to give up, and the hard thing is to keep going. So keep going. Keep going. Keep making dope content. If you're the only person that believes that it's dope, then it's still dope. There's a thousand people you've never met that think that will think your content is dope. Now, if it's whack, it's whack. Yeah, there's there might there's be a difference. <laughs> right. Yeah. But those. <laughs> Hashtag find your people, 
you know, <laughs> that might be yeah. the title of this episode. Hashtag find your people. I, I like that for this one. And, yeah, and it's like that like culture too, right? It's like, well, maybe I put this thing out there and only two people liked it, but still two people liked it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, two people. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a win. It is a win. Okay. So let's wrap up this segment. Yeah. We had a great chit chat today, which we're going to keep talking anyway, probably. So <laughs> it's time to go to bed. I'm jealous that it's still light outside and it's like really dark here. This has been Hanging at the House Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Watt. I have my Full Sail family, another family member from Full Sail on today, Margaret Ann. The genius behind many things you know and seen, but you didn't pay attention to it. That's okay. It's all good. We're sending out love peace and good energy to everybody that's listening to us live or the replay it's like ain't no live it's only a replay so y'all have a good one and we will catch y'all on the next episode of the hanging at the house podcast don't forget to check us out at www.visionhousestudios.com and margaret says bye